0: Hello, everyone. Happy New Year, and thank you for tuning into this quarter's overview of ITR's Material Handling Equipment Distributors Association report. I'm Patrick Luce, Speaker and Economist here at ITR, and 2024 is upon us as we continue to talk about all through 2023. This is going to be a recessionary year. As a reminder, we are talking in more mild recession. So want to, without further ado, dig into uh, this quarter's report and some of the underlying trends for our expectations for one, that recessionary outlook that we have, but two, why we expect it to be a bit more mild and want to dig into what to focus on this year and what maybe not to focus on this year. And while we keep talking about this, this year being recessionary, I want to cue into this headline, Opportunities Lie Ahead plan for a rise in 2025 and 2026. What I'm saying here is use this year as an opportunity. Yes, recessions mean slowing down, but we're not shutting down as an economy. Uh, When we look at industrial production, it is gradually declining. There is a multitude of evidence to point towards further contraction in 2024 and maybe some lingering effects into 2025. Things like corporate profits have flattened out. We still have high borrowing costs and tight lending standards, which will cause some pullback on business ability and willingness to invest in capital expenditures. But overall, when I look at the financials of consumers and businesses, they are in a better position than typical heading into a recession. They are worsening, but a better position than typical. And so while I say that, and we are talking about contraction industrial production. 2024 will be a great time to prepare for growth that's to come in 2025 and 2026. It's a time to catch your breath and recognize that there's going to be opportunities to make core investments into your business, plan for the core challenges that are still out there. One that's going to persist long term, as we've talked about in past reports, is the labor market. And also recognize that different segments of the economy will feel the impacts differently. Uh, And that's because there's a a core timing relationship here. We are starting to see green shoots, uh, you know, recovery within housing construction. And that tends to lead industrial production. And that signals that the downturn in industrial production will be relatively short. Uh, We did get some uh, fundamental tone shifts within the Federal Reserve's messaging, suggesting that potential interest rate cuts in 2024, and that can provide some additional relief to tight financial conditions. As a reminder, ITR continues to track the Fed moves with our Watch videos that are up on YouTube. Our CEO, Brian, posts those weekly. They're about five minutes long, so if you're looking for a, a nice afternoon stroll with a cup of coffee and a little bit of economics, it's a great opportunity to tune in. Also, keep in mind that we are expecting real incomes to rise into 2025, and that will help fuel consumption. Now to think about this in economics, there's nothing that's inherently good or bad. As I mentioned during recession, this is the year I want you to take advantage of some of that slowdown and opportunities uh, to prepare for the future growth and opportunities because this will be a lower interest rate environment, a cooler pricing environment, which means you can proverbially buy low this year to prepare. But in the back half, of this year and the back half of uh, this decade specifically, we are expecting to see that recovery start to emerge and then lead to further demand, which will place more upwards pressure on pricing. So those prices of inflation that have been cooling off throughout this year, uh, throughout 2023 and will continue to cool off throughout 2024, that will reemerge in 2025. So make sure you're taking actions today to plan and prepare for the re-emergence of inflation. And we're not expecting uh, the the type of inflation that we received after COVID, certainly not, but we're definitely not expecting inflation to go back to the very calm, steady pace of the 2010s, that 1% to 2% does not seem in the cards for the back half of the 2020s. And so I wanted to dig into a couple of highlights and trends relative to what we are seeing in the economy. We are looking at The GDP results, uh, quarter uh, three of 2023 and quarter four of 2024, have been made public. Those results a bit stronger than uh, what I think a lot of economists were forecasting, showing some resilience uh, coming from the consumers. As we mentioned, the consumers' financials, they are worsening, but they're still relatively sound from a longer-term perspective. Real income, so incomes adjusted for inflation. They're growing, albeit at a more mild pace. So the consumer has some resilience there. But one thing that tends to be a harbinger of decline is that business investment is showing more signs of sluggishness. And and what this chart is showing us is the comparison between overall real gross domestic product relative to private domestic investment. That is the component of GDP that is coming from the business side and so we're seeing some sluggishness there and another crack that's really showing in the economy and something that we've been talking about a lot at ITR is the fact that inventories continue to grow and the change in inventories will add to the GDP number but it is not a signal of a positive economy when inventories uh, bloat like they have. Uh, what that tends to lead to is a pullback in new production as businesses try to rebalance those inventories. And that might lead to uh, a bit softer uh, opportunities a bit softening within the overall production in 2024. The flip side, again, there is no inherent good or bad Uh, When we talk about these trends, the flip side is that there'll be opportunities to get some discount as businesses are trying to offload that inventory. So if you're trying to stock up on some raw materials, 2024 going to be a better time to do so than into the, uh, again, back half of this decade. Now, I do want to talk about some risks to our forecast. We've been talking about a more mild-than-usual type recession. Uh, One of the key factors is going to be coming from the geopolitical climate. And this chart here is focused in on the supply chain pressure index, that light blue line on a three-month moving average basis, relative to the consumer price index. And prices effectively are just a, a product of the macroeconomic fundamentals of supply and demand. And you can see some shocks there, but what we're looking at right now is the supply chain pressure index has had a a notable reversal. And I think some of this is coming to light as a result of the Middle East and the challenges coming out of those elevated geopolitical tensions. And at least in the near term, there's a risk to supply chains due to divergence from the Suez Canal. And depending upon the severity and duration, such disruptions could complicate the recovery timeline for the industrial sector. They can complicate the disinflation that we have been seeing. It's a trend that we are monitoring for right now. And I I use that term uh, very explicitly because we have not revised our forecast, but we are certainly monitoring it And the flip side, what this can invoke is further initiatives for reshoring and near sourcing, i.e. bringing in more domestic production and manufacturing, which could actually pose a longer-term upside risk to things like material handling equipment needs. So keep an eye on this. I know we are. We just released a blog post recently that unpacks some of our our thoughts on the situation and we're going to continue to stay on top of it and as data becomes available we'll see how those impacts will be noted and reflected potentially within to our forecast Now, another key theme in 2024 is that it is an election year. And so while I'm talking about risk coming from the geopolitical climate, if I focus more specifically on the domestic politics, I want to make a a very clear point. Uh, ITR is an apolitical organization and company. We are not apolitical just to draw a line in the sand and say we don't want to get into it. We've done the analysis that basically suggests there is real no strong correlation between party affiliation and economic growth. This chart here just breaks down the past several elections, the past several administrations that really don't showcase any clear signals here. And the way I like to think about it is red or blue, you can still make green. So there will be a lot of noise in 2024 uh, because this is a, a recessionary year and we are also in an election year. I think that noise will start to continue or continue to pick up and I just want to say, we will not be changing our forecast as a result of the election. Politics will not drive our outlooks, but if new policies emerge, uh, such as like the infrastructure spending bills, one that definitely comes to mind, that will impact our outlooks. So, stay out of the politics as it comes to business planning, and follow the data will generally be our recommendation. And as we think about following the data. We got to look at the AIN indicators, the leading indicators that are co- compiled within your report here. There's some directional signaling from these indicators and uh, what I will say is that it is mixed. You can see some green and some red right on this page here. And while we're talking about uh, green shoots in the ITR leading indicator, that top road there, uh, it has started to stall. Uh, And that was seen in November of 2023, that stalling, and that's suggesting some sluggish and choppiness within to the recovery. Another green shoot that we're seeing on here is coming from the ISM's Purchasing Managers Index. You can see that suggests potential upward pressure for the second quarter and third quarter of 2024. What I want to point out is that there's a lot of individual components that come out of that purchasing managers index and the sentiments driven in there a lot of those like inventories when we dig deeper into those subcomponents are still pointing to further weakening as is the inverse yield curve still being in place you can see capacity utilization rates are still showcasing negativity as our retail sales so ultimately speaking again we are expecting that recessionary year for 2024, we'll start seeing those shoots pop up, manufacturing on a 12-12 rate of change basis, already in negative rate of change territory. So what we wanna say, they use this time to really identify and overcome your competitive disadvantages. Maybe benchmark to pass business cycles within your own company data and think about what you might do differently with the knowledge that you have today heading into those weakening environments. Uh, it might not be a floor falling out event uh, like in 2010 or 20, 2009, like during the Great Recession, but there's going to be a similar directional uh, impact. And so make sure that you are thinking inwardly about what you can do to beat this recession. Unlike the Great Recession, this is more mild. It's not an all ships sinking type event. So you can beat the recession on your own uh, and buck the overall macroeconomic trend by taking those appropriate actions to gain your market share, addressing your disadvantages and trumpeting your competitive advantages. And to wrap up our, our, our little conversation today, do we want to jump to the markets dashboard page. One key theme here is that the macroeconomic outlooks have largely been unchanged since our last forecast for each one of these segments in the last report review that we had together. Uh, the theme here is that 2024 generally categorized by red, phase D recession, those 12-12 rates of change being negative and getting more negative, Uh, to close out this year and then 2025 expected to be uh, signs of recovery phase a at the beginning of that year and then closing that year in phase b accelerated growth and new on this dashboard for this quarter's report are the 2026 outlooks that we have and you can see the general theme is yellow slowing growth so the expectations for 2025 and 2026 are generally growth And so, again, want to emphasize taking advantage of the slowdown period in 2024 to prepare for that growth. But keep in mind, 2024, that there is red there. I don't want to be too optimistic. Uh, If we think about business-to-business spending, the U.S. Business Confidence Index continues to trend below long-term averages as businesses contend with elevated borrowing costs, tighter standards, as well as just some softening demand from budget-constrained consumers who are feeling the the pressures of credit card uh, debt, lower savings rates, and flattening out of overall incomes. So as a result of these factors, businesses will be more cautious about investing in capital goods this year. When we look at things like warehouse construction, many businesses had a buildup of inventories following the easing of supply chain constraints, and that increased the need for warehouse space. That construction has started to cool off. For warehouses and companies are likely to target lower inventories ahead given softening consumer demand as i continue to talk about and the additional carrying costs from high interest rates and so we pair those you know trends with tighter financial conditions that will translate to decline in construction which we expect to extend into mid 2025. now kind of looking at the bottom of this page e-commerce expected to continue to grow Consumer financials are softer, but not cratering. So we're talking about a slowing growth cycle there. And when we think about the whole synthesis of these indicators and as it overlays onto the material handling space, we do expect it to fare relatively well despite recession. Uh, General resilience in that e-commerce retail sales will help. Uh, That continues to rise, even though it is a slowing pace, growth is the expectation for e-commerce. And when we factor in the reshoring trends, the government initiatives and investments that have spurred rapid investment in manufacturing construction, which is not showcased here, uh, that's going to also create some buffer for the material handling space. So again, two two key points. Yes, 2024 is a recession, but it is a mild recession. Use it as time to plan and prepare for growth. As always, uh, I know these sessions are the the economic fire hose spraying off, but if you have any thoughts or questions, please do not hesitate to reach out to us. We are happy to re-engage and chat about anything that may come to mind. Hope everyone has a great start to their new year, and we look forward to checking in again in another quarter.